Hello everyone and welcome back to our podcast. Let's get uncomfortable. Today, as you can see, we got actually some art behind us. We finally got some pictures and we're sprucing up the set a little bit, yeah. one step at a time. It look like we're in like a creepy hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a few things that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. We're going to talk about some birth stuff, like mm-hmm. my thoughts on birth yeah. and labor and how we're going to raise our child a little bit. Yeah. How, so let's just start with there. Okay. So the only thing that I really have like solidified in my brain for how I don't want to raise our child is I don't want to raise our child like how I've raised this dog. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to absolutely baby our child. Bella is a representation of a participation award child and I just have over babied her so much where she's not even (laughs) really a dog anymore and she's so sensitive and delicate Mm -hmm. because I've just been like (gasps) like I just like baby her over everything like if I just like like run into her even yeah yeah i like fall onto the ground i'm like oh my goodness yeah. are you okay yeah. and that's why she's the way that yeah. she is that's why she's a sensitive which soul. is which is fun it's fine yeah but i just don't i'm not gonna be no, like that no. i'm gonna be loving obviously but yeah. i'm not gonna be she knows we're talking yeah. about her yeah. she knows we're talking about her <laughs> she's feeling just, a little um, now. But let's just very, very sensitive. And she's getting more sensitive as, as she gets older. Yeah. Like if a dog just barks at her, if she hears dogs barking, she's just like... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, um... That's how I'll start this podcast. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like... Because you were saying before, like, how exactly do you want to go about doing it? Like, what are some things, like, for example? Um... Like, let's say, for instance... Things, for example... I allowing the kid to feel, which yeah. I don't know if we've already spoken about that or not, just because in our generation, I feel like it was very um, known to like behave because you got like praised for behaving and not showing your emotions. That's mm-hmm. why we have like a lot of people pleasers around our age. Yeah. Um, so obviously allowing our kid to feel what he feels. Yeah. And being more patient and not telling him to feel a certain way either. Right. Like, oh, you're okay. You're fine. And no, not clapping if he falls down, like acknowledge that he got hurt. And yeah. Just being more aware. Like I want to mm-hmm. treat him the way I wish I was right. treated, but I obviously don't regret the way I grew up because yeah. I mean who I am and like our parents did the best they could. Yeah. But going with forward with our kid, I want to keep that in mind. Like how would I wanted to have been right. treated as yeah. a little child? As a little a wee baby. Yeah. Um, and I think I also remember you saying that. We want him to actually be able to identify what he's feeling and, like, ask him. I thought that was going to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. What did you think he was going to say? It's identifying. It's like... Oh, no, no. No, being able to, like, uh, understand what he's feeling, like, ask him when something happens. Like, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, what do you need from me? Like, do you need some yeah. space? Do you want a hug? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, not Things just, like, like that. putting words in his mouth. Yeah. Um, and saying, oh, are you hurt? Yeah. Be like, how do you feel instead? Like, and if he says, or even oh, if you say, my, like, my elbow hurts or whatever. I think you can say, are you hurt? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like if he hurts himself and you're like, oh, like you're fine. Oh yeah. Like you're not hurt. 
Right. You're like, get You're up. asking, like, are you man? Yeah. <laughs> rub some dirt in yeah, it. Yeah, rub some dirt in it. Just like, I'm sure there'll be times where when he has temper tantrums that I'm like, I want to be able to like sit on the ground with him and just let him do his thing. Like, yeah. I've been seeing lots of videos like that. Yeah. But then there's also going to be times, which I've told you when you're in a situation where it's like you just gotta scoop him up and be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> but for the most part, I wanna try. Yeah. And there's no perfect way of parenting and I'm mentally preparing for the mom shamers out there because from what I'm seeing on social media, there's so many, should I be looking in there or there? The lens. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna be looking yeah, I know, like, I know. <laughs> lazy eye going Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I've been noticing lots of mom shaming. It's like when you're pregnant, everyone is so kind to you and they're like, oh, such a beautiful experience, blah, blah, yeah. And then as soon as you give birth and you start raising your kid the way that works for your life and your personal preferences and your mental health and your baby, people just have so many opinions. So I'm mentally preparing for, mm -hmm. cause I want to share what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. And I obviously have a certain preference of how I want things to go, but you just never know how things are going to go. Yeah. It's and just with like even formula feeding, like I want to breastfeed, but for some reason, what if I can't, I don't want to have these moms who might not even be moms, just people yeah. on the internet just saying like, you're the devil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you formula feed. I know. It's just it's absolutely just really insane that people, feel obligated to comment on how other people are living their lives and raising their child. Yes. When like it doesn't impact them whatsoever. No. They just feel the need to go and try to ruin someone else's day <laughs> basically. And just, they just think they're right. It's one thing to like give like actual constructive feedback and like provide a solution, like say, Oh, uh, you know, maybe instead of doing this, you could, you sh could try doing this or whatever. Um, yeah. Rather than saying, oh, that's wrong, whatever. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's there's aggressiveness like, in yeah, it. Yeah, people, so many, too many people will approach it, yeah, like in a very aggressive manner. Yes. And think that their perspectives are the be all and end all. Yeah. And that you have to listen to what they're saying. Yeah. And they're nobody. They're absolutely nobody. <laughs> Remember, lens. <clears throat> but yeah, and I feel like being a new mom is such a vulnerable time. I get why people want to cocoon and just mm. take care of their baby. Like I've spoken to a few girls yeah. on Instagram and they just said they had to delete or not go on social media <clears throat> and just do their thing yeah. just because it was so intense. But I, I want to share my experience like my birth experience <laughs> yeah. i'm doing a podcast with Fiona. Yeah. i really want to share my birth experience with people on the internet but i just don't want to be mom shamed do you yeah. know what i'm saying you understand yeah he's like yeah we we, we don't want to be mom shamed so yeah it's just something that i'm noticing and i'm mentally preparing for yeah and yeah and also people are just seeing like a tiny glimpse of the picture like yeah, yeah. exactly it's just it's wild the mom shamers out there so i'm watching you yeah. Mom shamers, don't do it. Well, and even if I see videos on the internet that I think are horrendous, mm -hmm. I'll share it with Ben, but like, oh my gosh, this is awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my opinion. Yeah. But do I go and write on the video, what the fuck are you doing with your life? No, I do not. Yeah. I keep it to myself. I'm allowed to have my own thoughts and opinions on things that I feel like are right or wrong. Yeah. But I'm not going to put. I only comment nice things on people's stuff. Yeah. Like if I see something I like, I always like write something and not always, but yeah. often write something nice. Cause there's already so much negativity, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're going out of your way to comment something negative on someone's post, I feel like you've got a lot of work to do on yourself. Yes. Like, 
There's, there's you can some, think your thoughts. Yeah, you can think your thoughts, but there's no need to comment something disrespectful and just completely negative. Yeah. Um, again, like the stuff people post on so- social media, um, it's just like a snippet. It's a snapshot into your life. Um, it's tech. It's probably just like the highlights of what's going on. And like you said, it's just a snippet. It's not showing the whole picture. Yeah. So for you to go and think you're obligated to comment something negative. Yeah. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know if they're already employing like also additional practices as well. And they just wanted to show like a little snippet of something that they're trying out while raising their kid. Yeah. You know, I'm not even like, talking about like kid related stuff. Yeah. I'm talking about like anything in general. Yeah. yeah. Even. Yeah. 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 Finding some good burrs and bells for, ah, yeah. yeah. Bella gets burrs in her fur. Yeah. But yeah. So that's um, thought number one. Oh, I thought number two yeah. is how I now don't feel, well, I haven't felt nervous for a while, but I'm actually quite excited to give birth after mm-hmm. I'm listening to more podcasts about birthing yeah. and like how I really feel like it's going to be a spiritual fuck. It's tough not to. It's going to be a very big spiritual awakening moment. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. And especially now that you've, listening to a lot of these podcasts and you've developed a far more positive mindset and like outlook regarding the birthing process and realize that, you know, the way you go into it is probably the outcome that you're going to receive. Like if, so if you go into it with a very positive mindset um, and very kind of, you go into it with open arms essentially, um, then chances are it's going to be a much more pleasant experience. Yes. Rather than if you were going this in. medical scary thing, I used yeah. to think it was going to be this medical scary thing. But from what I've learned on the couple of podcasts I've listened to, is that not thinking this experience is happening to you, but it is you. So even when you're having your contractions, and obviously there's discomfort involved in that, yeah. but also just realizing that that's your body doing that, like you're doing that to get your baby out. It's not this thing happening to you that you have to resist. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty cool. And I ordered a book called Labor Like a Goddess and I am patiently waiting for it. So I will share my feedback when I read it more. Because I just want to go in there like a freaking warrior. Warrior goddess. Amazon warrior goddess. And I'm saying that now, but then I also had a dream, I don't know, last week. Yeah. And the dream... I was get, about to give birth and I had one contraction. I just looked at Ben and I'm like, I'm getting an epidural. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. But then on social media, I see, like, I also think closer to me giving birth, I'm going to, I don't know if this is going to for sure happen, yeah. but I think close to my due date, I'm really going to limit myself on social media yeah. and just really go like inward and just connect to the baby and just like yeah. meditate and just, Mm-hmm. Being in a very, very good mindset because Instagram also shows me so many things of like epidural versus non-epidural. And it's like yeah. the lady squeezing her husband's shirt to like, oh, what are we going to do for dinner later? Yeah. After, <laughs> after the epidural, right. you know? Right. So it shows, obviously, epidural, you're not going to feel it. No. Yeah. Um, and there's no shame against people that get epidurals. I just want... I want to feel everything. She which wants is weird. the I want to nitty-gritty experience. Yeah. It's pretty she cool. She wants to feel... The connection to her primal self. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, yeah, by me saying this, is not shaming anyone on what you choose to do. Even if you want to plan cesarean, mm-hmm. epidural, whatever it is, that's your thing. I just, I just want to experience the full yeah. experience. And yeah. I want to feel 
what my body can do. Yeah. 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 No, that'd be good. It, uh, so I might just kind of go into hibernation mode closer to mm-hmm. the due date. I'm going to see how I mentally feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, I think it'll be good. I think it's going to be, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a very life changing experience. Oh, it will. Like it's something that obviously only females can actually experience, which is incredible in itself. And then like, the males get to, like, it's, still no. cool. it's going to be cool for oh, you, Oh, definitely. Too. But it's not the same, quite the same experience. It's not. It's like, I'm not pushing out a baby. Out of your penis. Yeah, out of my penis. <laughs> out of my urethra. Not yet. So there will maybe oh, be a... Oh, gosh. Day. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, technology. We will have to yeah. split the penis open. <laughs> pull out a little baby. But yeah, it's going to be a life-changing experience. I'm like... Yeah. And another thing I learned in the podcast that I listened to that I eventually want you to listen to as well because it is very informative is like my mindset was like this going into the hospital. I kind of felt like I was going to have to defend myself for the things that I preference. Obviously, preferences might not be Mm -hmm. accepted depending on what happens in your labor. But I already was on defense mode thinking I'm going to like have to be very assertive like with what I want and my rights. But if you're going into it with that mindset, that's also very negative and like restricting. You want to yeah. go in there trusting your doctors, trusting that your preferences will be met if they're able to. Yeah. And just like being relaxed is like a huge thing. Like even in the podcast, they were saying if you're in the middle of giving birth and everything's progressing really well and like a door slams, your body's going to yeah. tense up. And right before you start pushing, your like primitive instincts start to kick in and you're checking the room to make sure like everything feels safe mm-hmm. before you push this baby into the world. Right. Cause it's like back to our, Primal. our primalness, you know, yeah. you want to make sure it's safe before you literally push this yeah. human out. So you have to feel comfortable and good. Yeah. Trust the doctors. Make sure there's no predators have a good in partner. the room. Yeah. I make sure there's no predators in the room. But yeah, I have a, my list isn't too crazy no, what I want, no. but I just, yeah. I don't know what to expect when I go in there. Like, Anyways, yeah, I'm trying to not stress about it. And it was kind of nice too because we got to visit your friend in the hospital, so we kind of got like a sense for what like the room eventually will be like. And well, no, that's the remember that's like the postpartum. Oh right, yeah. Never mind. Remember you said that? You're like, wow, it's so nice and like cozy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, that's when after after she's given birth, she was in like a recovery room because she had the C-section. Right. That wasn't like the the labor room. room. I don't think so. Yeah, no. I think it needs to be more. they're all yeah, in that in case fair. it turns into something yeah. Yeah. wild yeah. yeah I think that's all the labor stuff oh. um, I also want to become an astrologist <laughs> <laughs> but I have to do one thing at a time yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have like, way too many yeah. career ideas yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but I don't know we listened to another podcast about astrology and astrology is just so cool yeah. And it's it so is. accurate. Yeah. No matter who you are. Yeah. If you know your birth chart and you get someone to read it to you, you are going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're like, how? Like, it's just so cool. How and the do fact you that it's been around for 4,000 years. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And they're saying since like the ancient Egyptians, basically. Yeah. Which is, yeah. It's yeah, pretty wild. I to this lady. Her name is Deborah Silverman. And mm-hmm. she's been an astrologist for like 40. Yeah. No, 50, almost 60, no, 50 years, yeah. 50 years. And she was just very educated. And it's so cool to like be able to know people's birth charts so well yeah. that you can, you, you just can read them. The you just know the person. It's so cool. Before meeting them. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. 
And if you don't like astrology, then I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's also interesting too, just learning about like air signs, water signs, earth signs. Yeah. And how like we're both earth signs. Mm -hmm. So like we're usually pretty like chill yeah. and like steady-ish, yeah. yeah. you know? Like we're not the loudest people in a group or anything. No. Yeah. But if you have a lot of air signs in your chart, then you tend to be more like free flowing and just can like start a conversation with anyone. Yeah. And I used to envy those people. Like I was jealous. I'm like, I wish I was more like that. But mm -hmm. then I just have to know that I'm just a grand little, You're a grand little Virgo. Virgo. <laughs> you like to do your thing. <laughs> Keep a little quiet, but still, you know. But in group settings, when I first meet people, I am more extroverted yeah. because I'm a Gemini rising. So if you know astrology, you know what I mean. He doesn't know astrology that well. I don't know it that well either, but yeah. just compared to you, I feel like I know like a lot. Oh, you definitely lot. know a lot. I don't know a lot. Yeah. Just compared to him, I do. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Gotta make sure you breathe there. Anyways, <laughs> is there anything else? Okay. Thing number one. Thing number one. I feel like, or I know, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> We're all of the above. I do not. And I have not even thought about having any kind of goal for after I give birth, like for my body. Mm, yeah. Like I haven't even thought about that, which is surprising. And like my old self would be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Cause I mean, yeah, you used to. Body obsessed. And I just don't even think about. Yeah. Like, what am I going to, like, I, that hasn't even crossed my mind. Like I want to go for walks obviously yeah. and be active. Yeah. So I don't get blood clots. Yeah. But I don't have any like, yeah. That's, I mean, that's good because I know it is. If great. you haven't watched the previous episodes, Amy used to bodybuild. Yeah, used to be jacked. She used to be jacked. I mean, she still is very strong and. No, yeah. my upper body's not strong. Uh, I can't I mean, even. Do, no, my upper body's really. It's still strong. <laughs> it's not strong. It's crazy how <laughs> how fast your strength can disappear. <laughs> but anyway, so like, just the fact that you've gone from that. In the span of like, let's say a, a year. year, or is it just about a year or a year and a half? Almost exactly a year. Okay, so yeah, it's just August. in the span of a Last year, year basically, yeah. to then now realizing that you don't need to set any strict goals for no. yourself for your body. And it works for me. It works for like mm -hmm. my mental health, and also just not tracking macros. Yeah. Like it's a, oh, the yeah. thought of tracking macros. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna drive you crazy. No, and I understand the point of like like no shame for people that track macros. Cause I do understand there yeah, is, yeah. Oh, there's like, there is reason to it. And yeah. like learning how macros work and everything mm -hmm. very valuable. And if you are a bodybuilder and you're trying to build a certain physique, yes. Mm -hmm. When you have mental health issues. <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to, you know, raise a child and a dog. No, just me tracking macros is the worst. I thought, yeah. And I just stopped doing it. And I'm like, Oh wow. I'm starting to get a better relationship with. I feel humans. better. Yeah. And I haven't tracked them for so long that I don't even have any clue. How to track macros no, like what, what, Yeah, I used to be able to kind of. Yeah. Under, like kind of have an intuitive sense of how yeah. many macros were in. Like in each meal. Eating. Okay, that's yeah. for like a cup of rice, but like, yeah. like I would know. Yeah. No clue. Now. I probably eat like, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't want to know. And that's okay. Just yeah. I know. I works so well for my. Me. I remember I once thought of tracking macros and then it just seemed like too much effort. And I was like, I just eat whatever I want to eat and when I am hungry until I'm full and then I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do too. Yeah. yeah I know. I remember one time when I first learned, well, not first learned, but very early on in my macro tracking days, I tried to make, I wanted to make like this 
this pancake recipe, but I wanted to track the macros that were in it. So I like mm. fully made like pancakes from scratch. And I remember tracking everything that went into it, like the flour oh, and like doing all the math, <laughs> trying to figure out what it, math is it actually tricky, took like two hours. Tricky for her. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's actually crazy. No, I know. Yeah. And just, then I saved the recipe in my fitness pal so I wouldn't have to do it again, but then yeah. I had to remember the recipes. I knew it was exact, but that's just like, like something that could take like half an hour, 45 minutes. Oh my Gets drawn out for another hour. hour and that was and me, like my early 20s. So I was really, I had a lot of, I wasn't mentally sharp yeah. back then. My brain was recovering from But it's funny, I find like in our early 20s when we latch on to something like that, we, like it's so easy to become obsessed with it and, you know, think there's no other way other than that. Yeah. But I think if, like, if you're already comfortable with where you're at, and you just want to if it doesn't align with you then it, yeah if it doesn't align with you then just eat intuitively yeah 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 and drum roll final thought <laughs> let's have it look you stressed out bella <laughs> she was in the deep sleep okay, and then... final thought yeah is i think i know why so many people are depressed I think so many people are depressed because they're in a job they feel stuck in and they don't like their job. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> a little slower for everyone else. I don't know. I think I've probably spoken about this before, but just from it's just becoming more obvious to me because now I have like yeah. patients that have come in and they're so unhappy and it's always about their job. Mm. And I feel like people, especially living in Victoria, so expensive that yeah. people don't have the luxury of maybe changing careers or it's really scary to, mm -hmm. but being, feeling like you're stuck in a place just to survive and you don't like the place that you're in, like your workplace yeah. or your career choice and you want to do something creative, but you don't know how, I feel like it's a big cause of depression. Oh yeah. I'm I, not a doctor. That's just my opinion. No. <laughs> Anything where people feel trapped will cause like automatically cause like anxiety and depression mm -hmm. and so like i think yeah like you said like a lot of the time nowadays it tends to be career oriented and i think a lot of yeah a lot of people aren't fortunate enough to be able to find what they love and be able to do it for a living mm -hmm. but i think like if you're if you're so miserable where you resent going to your job every single day yeah, and you're and you're only basically going there for the money. Quit your job. No, some people don't have that option though. I say if you have yeah. like a bunch of kids and you're like, yeah, you need to make that exact yeah. amount to get by. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's like it's like obviously there's ways to get out of things. Yeah. There's always going to be a solution, but it's, some, it's sometimes way harder for other people. That yeah, and it's tough too, especially because especially if you already are in like or feeling especially if you are feeling depressed from what you're doing as a job it's tough to then let's say when you get home after work to be motivated to yes. pursue something else something yes. that you're passionate about yes i've talked to that about someone i've talked about that very same thing with someone mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say because i don't want the employer to know that this person doesn't like their job that much mm. but Yes. Yeah. She was saying how she wants to pursue like writing and stuff, but it's so hard to feel the motivation to do it when you have spent 10 
hours at a workplace that drains yeah. your energy. It's very hard. Yeah. You've got to just kind of push yourself to do it a few times until you get into a slight habit of actually doing it. Mm-hmm. And then it'll become far more enjoyable. I think you'll, I don't know, you'll, you'll gain a lot more purpose in your life. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Just find something that you like to do and do it in your free time. I put Amy to sleep. <laughs> That's all we want to talk about today. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed our discussion. Uh, yes. If you have any comments, leave them in the comment section where you're supposed to. Yes. Keep them respectful. Keep Obviously, them nice. we respect Actually, your opinion. Um, and hopefully you respect ours. But like, yeah, we want to know your opinions, but just do it in a respectful way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to have uncomfortable conversations, but there needs to be listening on both ends yeah. and respect on both ends in order for yeah exactly yeah. so on that yeah. note goodbye goodbye thank you so much for listening we'll see you in the next episode see you in the next one adios, adios.